This is the East Nashville Yacht Club Podcast. Sitting here with my main man, the Mayor Madison, Richard Lips. How are you doing this lovely evening? I didn't even evening? say my name this time. No, that's uh, Kellen Cole. <laughs> how, how are you doing this lovely evening? Good, man. How about you? Sitting on a rainbow. There it is. And we got a uh, special guest in the house. We do. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> I didn't know what y'all was going to do. I didn't know I was, y'all was going to say I something. I was going to say your name, but then uh, I don't know. Yeah, We're not you just good looked at, at me. Yeah, yeah, y'all just like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I guess it's my time to go. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not uh, We're not the best at doing that. We got uh, Mr. Funny Man, Mr. Uh, Brad Sativa. Local oh, yeah. comedian. Bang, bang. Uh, I guess we do call you local, even though you're from West. You're local now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I say the best way to describe me Nashville based. Nashville, Nashville based. based. Yes. Nashville okay. Based. I know you said uh, West uh, West Tennessee, so Memphis. It or can't be Memphis. Memphis since you didn't say Memphis. Yeah, I thought oh, yeah, I yeah, thought it would be Memphis. Memphis. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. If it's Memphis, you are gonna say Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, but no, it's a little bitty town about an hour and a half away uh, called Milan, and uh, Milan, Tennessee is about twenty minutes outside of Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, real country. I always yeah. pronounce it Milan, to be honest. It looks like Milan. <laughs> it do look like Milan. It's a Milan. It looks like Milan, and then it's like 30 minutes to Paris. Yeah. yeah just uh, yeah, the all of Europe down there. I didn't even think about that. It is European yeah. cities, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Jackson, that's a big country, a big city in Germany, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they they killed a lot of people of, of color. <laughs> just like, yeah, just like just Germany. Like, yeah, just oh, like Germany. Okay. <laughs> this is a good one to kick off the show. <laughs> so, how long have you lived in Nashville, then? Uh, I've been in Nashville um, 2008. Oh, you've been here a long time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've okay, been, I've been in this area my whole adult life. Were you doing comedy out there too, before? No, no. I just I've been doing comedy for six years. Six years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm kind of in comedy. I'm I'm still fairly considered fairly new. You've been doing pretty well, from what I can tell. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate though. I started uh, I started as a grown man, so I already had like <laughs> like a, a sense of life. Um, and then yeah, from there, I like I was in music first, and uh, like but before even before then, it's like so music is my first love. Do you play? Uh, no, I I I'm songwrite. Also, I used to do marketing management, uh, write a lot of stuff like hooks and stuff and courses for people, uh, and then was doing that, and then was working corporate America. I had a lot of money as a young man, and it was like, hey, yeah, hey, let's try to dump money into people, and it was like it was a lot going on, but it didn't work out uh, on the music end from them. So I started kind of working on stuff by myself like writing and stuff and mm -hmm. then uh then at this time i was working at uh, a restaurant and i was doing bartending and serving and then everybody i was with was like man you find it you find it i heard that shit for like two and a half years from like a few other jobs i had i was like man y'all crazy i like that shit takes like talent you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it takes like work you know what I'm saying? and then people are oh, you funny you funny you funny so eventually i just tried it and um actually across the street was my first time going at the east room so yeah, that's the first time I ever did comedy was at the East Room. Yeah. It's been different since then. I have never been to that East Room. I just realized it was across the street when I yeah. pulled up. Yeah. I, mean, I knew it was across there, but I haven't, I've never I've been, been in been. it. Yeah, first place I ever did comedy. It's uh, the reference of going to East Room first because I used to stay at that time when I started comedy. I was staying in White's Creek. And it was there, and it was another one that was like 
in Antioch or some shit. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to the one White's Creek. Yeah, White's Creek to Antioch to haul. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm not going there. Uh, so I went ahead and, uh, yeah, went to the East Room. I didn't really necessarily plan on going up that night. I kind of want to check it out. But a guy that I knew was like, oh, you trying to do comedy? I'm like, man, no, not necessarily. But he was like, uh, I'm, like I'm just seeing what's going on. And he was like, no, you got to, like, if you hear it, you think about it, you got to do it. And he brought me the list and uh, I wrote my name up and I went that night. So we, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the first time you went up, did you have a uh, pen and paper up there too? I like no. Like uh, do. You love the pen and paper question. Man, I was fascinated when when I saw that for the first time. It was a uh, it was open mic night, and mm -hmm. these these uh, comedians obviously starting out. Mm -hmm. I mean, every one of them, probably ten of them, had up there with a pen and paper. You know, just reading like, all right, that joke. Let me see this joke, and then they, that's what they were saying. Yeah. All right, let me see this joke, and then they'll tell the joke. I said yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's it's a little bad. It's a it, like okay. So when the first time I went up, I didn't have any pen and paper. No, um, the whole thing for my first two months, I just used, I didn't even write. You know what I'm saying? I You're just, like Jay Z. No, nah, I, I ain't saying no. Nah, it wasn't. I ain't saying it was great. <laughs> it went, but it went bad though. It it was just like, but it don't it don't make you uh, like it's a skill set. For was the sure. stuff you already kind of kind of prepared in your mind, like you've been running stuff in your head, you know, over the over a couple of weeks, and then go up on stage and prepare it, or are you coming right off the the top? But I used to up on stage. use like whatever happened in them few days before the day earlier, and say something crazy happened in the news. I was just I did something was crazy happening like that night. I would just use whatever, yeah, and just because I would. Worse is like it's good to do. It was good for me to do at the time. But I always preach this to other comedians, don't worry about doing this, is what I was worrying about trying to win the night. You know what I'm saying? Have the have a real good set that night. Have mm -hmm. a real good set that night. And that's and open mics ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? Open mics for me, I can never I can sometimes not give a damn if I get a laugh or not. Because I'm building a joke that I'm trying to figure out. And like once I figure out the foundation of this joke, I can start building on the joke. I can start scaling up and out with it. But until I had that foundation, so that's what I kind of use it for. And we ain't saying I ain't trying to get no last. Cause I usually do have the premises alone, or my punchlines are usually a hit. But mm -hmm. it's like the other stuff to build up to that punchline. That's what I have to figure out. Kind mm -hmm. of that makes total sense. Yeah. It's, so uh, yeah, you're working a puzzle almost. Yeah, and and so yeah, if you came to open mic, you might see me with a with a list. You ain't gonna see me with no like verbatim jokes. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't write verbatim. Uh, I just write, I write like either words or bullet points. Okay. And you be like, hey, like, it's like, this the idea, this is stuff that you got to say. Right. And then everything else figured out. Mm -hmm. so, so is it different? Is it different uh, rehearsing at home as it is on stage in front of people? I don't rehearse. You don't, you don't even look yeah, in the no. mirror and say, all right, let me no, record I yourself. I did that, I did that like, maybe twice and that's for the first for the first set that i actually had first paid gig because that went from me doing four minutes and then to me doing 12 minutes and so it was like that was a three times more than i'm usually doing four times more than i was used to doing at mm -hmm. that time so i was like shit but then i did it and I like, and after I did my twelve, I felt like I had three or four minutes on my, even on my first set. So I'm like, oh shit, I got like 15 minutes. And I like, so I got booked pretty quick in. Um, like I was doing comedy for four months, and then I started. Then I start, I got booked for my first show. 
and this is all in West Tennessee. No, this here. This was in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen Nashville. My whole like, I, my, I tell everybody my comedy career is theoretically based out of East Nashville. I was gonna say there can't be that many comedy clubs no, in my lawn, Tennessee. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I've been right. up here. No, I, like I've been in, I've been in Nashville. I've been in Nashville since 2008, and I ain't been nowhere else. And then before that, I was at uh, Murfreesboro when I was at MTSU. So I've been. Yeah, that's where I went to. Yeah, my whole adult life, I've been in, mm -hmm. in Middle Tennessee. So were you aware in the early shows that that they weren't doing well? Uh, with, No, that, like, I say this. like, and, and the only reason I ask that is because, like, man, that's got to be. It's got to be kind of humbling. And then to be brave enough to go back out there and do it again. I, I get an idea, though. I ain't going to lie. I don't, like, necessarily bomb like it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't like. You it, haven't had one where you could say like this. That was a terrible gig. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I've never had nothing that's like been that bad. Okay. Like I ain't saying that like all of them are great because I I'll go against myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I'll never like like compete with nobody else. It's always be like as long as I'm doing my shit my way in the best of my way, I'll be all right. But yeah, I don't necessarily go up there where people just up there looking at me crickets or booing me. I ain't never had no shit like that. It's like some go better than the other ones. Right. But you're like, oh, that was all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know I did a show last week uh, at Zany's. Uh, I was hosting. It was the, the New Material Monday show. And so it's like, it's kind of pretty much just a glorified open mic. That, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, but you get a real audience. But it, it's booked too. But So it's, all, it's usually like bigger names and then like traveling comics and some people from, uh, from here. And so that crowd, it was a, uh, it was all right. Nobody, nobody bombed, but they wasn't a great crowd either. And that's fine. It's because it's like I, I did one, I did one thing. I did my joke and I did the callback, and then that's like I got a, a good laugh on my callback, and I was like, ah, I'm like fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all made me work too hard. For that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I had, I had to do all this. It's like I felt like I like. <laughs> Had to maybe do too much for this, you know what I'm saying? And not even, in, but it's fine though, because that's what makes it. That's what makes comedy an ongoing learning process. Because you figure stuff out all the time. You gonna learn more from from doing it and failing and seeing others fail. It's like I learned more about that. I'm I'm a marketing. That's my background, and so I got really into looking at people. And, and what I didn't like to see on stage. I was going to say, the marketing sounds like it makes a lot of sense hearing you say that just because the hats. You've done a fantastic job. I would appreciate that for sure. Uh, with all that. You really have marketed yourself well. Like, I, I saw that, like, how you got the hats and the different brand. I'm like, man, he's, like, really thought this stuff through. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's been, yeah, it's been crazy, man. It's like, I not necessarily had a logo that done bad. You know, like, I've, I got three that kind of ongoing running, which is the Sativa. Uh, I do an Intica sometimes of this same kind of uh, yeah. uh, design, but then I got the bear, and then I got the gummy bears. Who came and up with the bear? Did you come up with the bear, or somebody yeah. said you look like a bear, or what? No, it's a, uh, it's a, it's like a double meaning. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's an acronym, and a lot of my stuff have a lot of symbolism that people like uh, never know unless they ask me. It's fine, but it's like the bear. It stands for uh, black, educated, and righteous. And so it's like so, so I can't get a bear shirt. <laughs> no, you definitely get a bear shirt, <laughs> but you can't wear it. <laughs> now you can wear it, but like I said, but that's I'm that's a black it. bear, guys. Yeah. It's just like uh, I actually got a new joke about about black bears, but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, no, it's just the symbolism of just uh, of how it's like how the the goal 
and the aim of how to live my life. And okay. you know what I'm saying? It's not like nothing. Uh, it's, it's just my. It's like uh, if, if people if they if, if they use words to describe me after I'm dead and gone, I'm gonna be like, hey, he was out here. He represented. Not you only. might not want them calling you a bear. I, I do a joke about that too. It's a bear. Like I said, you know what I'm saying it's like that's the whole thing. Like when I tell people I write jokes, it's like yeah, I have covered a lot of angles with the bears. And like, and, you know uh, when Ole Miss tried to change their mascot to the black rebel black bear? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, Come on, now. that was stupid. I still don't understand the land shark. Miss, uh, I still think that Tennessee like like has like one of the worst state animals, the raccoon. Like yeah, it's a trash <laughs> yeah. animal. Homie. Yeah, it's like a scavenger. Well, our fish is the catfish. <laughs> uh, we got a state gun too. We want to uh, do we? Yes, yes. It's only fourteen states. Tennessee is one. State. What's our state? I, gun? I can't fucking remember. It's a rifle though. It's a fucking oh, like man. it's a rifle. Twenty two. It'd be cool if it was a desert eagle or something. Man, yeah, <laughs> no, it's something like yeah. It's like a it's, it's not a Glock. It's a war <laughs> rifle. It's for sure. It's a war rifle. It's a war rifle. Yeah, only fourteen them. states have a state gun. Yeah, we one of them. And I, like I should I be proud? All of them this, this side in the Mason Dixon line. Man, a lot of them are for sure. I think like some like like some states like some weird ones like Montana or some maybe, shit. Like yeah. might got some state guns and that shit. That sounds like a state that would maybe mm -hmm. Wyoming. Yeah, some Wyoming shit like that. Like it's a lot of yeah, a lot of the South and shit. Like eventually as a, I had an idea of what a joke was gonna be for some of this stuff. I might revisit it, I don't know, but I just thought it was interesting. I went down a wormhole of what did you start thinking about that? Because that new state museum, how it has on the building, all the state stuff. That's how, that's what made me think. It's of. been it's been a while. I don't know probably it's a little bit before COVID. The whole thing during COVID, I didn't really write. I didn't like. I didn't write at all. You did just like Josh Black. You made the internet work for you, man. Yeah, I started really started fucking with it. Like I go in and out too of of like. So I get I get idea though. Is like I couldn't really write during COVID, but. After starting about a year, a full year, I've been out doing shows though. Yeah, and like I don't ever, I didn't post about them. The brunches look pretty cool. Yeah, the brunch is fun for sure. I've been doing that in October. It'd be a year of having that back, and then, um, but yeah, I was doing a lot of outdoor shows. Comedy bar got an outdoor patio, so I would do a lot of them shows. Uh, I was doing a lot of like shows. So then. So I started building, started kind of figuring out my old material that I had, like reorganizing it and restructuring it. And then probably since January this year, I've just been writing a lot now. So how often are you doing a show? Oh, shoot. The whole thing is, I don't know, probably four or five times a week. Damn. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> putting in that work. No kidding. Yeah, and it's usually when the world like really opens, it's like go harder than that. It's like, but that's, but the whole thing is like, if you even get like a weekend at Zanies per se, you know what I'm saying? You do six, seven shows if there, you know what I'm saying? If you work with right. a headliner and then not count open mics, then I do my own monthly shows that I kind of run and doing other people's shows. And then, um, so yeah, I usually still go up probably five, six times a week. And like, I get an idea, like I'm going out to Denver in September. I'll be out there from September 7th through the 14th. And That's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I get the idea though. Even in the, I got a five, I got like two days. I don't have necessarily anything booked, and it's because I'm waiting for something. And it's that Monday and Tuesday of the last day that I'm there. But from them first five days, I have like sixteen shows. 
Yeah, sixteen shows yeah. in five days. Yeah, for sure. Damn, all different clubs. I, like most of them are different spots for sure. I'm be bouncing around all around there. How many comedy clubs are in Denver? Uh, it's only it's a it's uh so actually it's the this one the main one which is nationally recognized is Comedy Works. Okay. Uh, that's still shut down, but they got two locations. They got like a suburb location. And that location been open, so they got two just under that window. Mm -hmm. Then they got, I think it's a Denver Underground Comedy Club, which I know the guy who owns that. And then it's uh, it's a Dallas. I mean, it's a Denver Improv out there. So they got a, uh, that's kind of like their black club, I think. Uh, so it, the, the word improv does that is what they usually mean? No, no, it just depends. <laughs> the the improv is who owns it. <laughs> yeah, the improv is just like some neighborhoods. It might be in a bougie part of town, and some of them I ain't saying they in a bad part of town, but they just might be where the black more of the black acts will go. Well, I doubt yeah. there'd be somebody out there with a hook or anything to take you off stage or anything. No, it's not even that many. <laughs> it's not even that many black people in Denver like it. No, it's not. It's more Asian people than black people. I was kind of blown away when I went to Denver. I was like, "Man, there is nobody under forty in this city. This is unreal." It's a, it's a like I say this. I love, every, I love everything about Denver. Nobody it's, over forty. I meant to say, there's yeah. no old people. There's, there's just I know, not. they packed up somewhere, somewhere on some edibles, somewhere in sitting mm -hmm. But uh, every, I love Denver. All things suck about Denver. The, the food, I can't. The food horrible to me. Yeah. It's not good. I'm for real. Being from the south, it's just like. We just season shit different here. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. we we like, like you know, like here you can just like walk up on like one of these food trucks. You be like, oh damn, this is real good. This is way better than I thought. Yeah, and you know you just try out some places and get surprised a lot in the city. Going to some little mom and pops. The the never peeing thing bothered me in Denver. You said what now? Never peeing because the uh, the the high altitude you don't pee Bro, as much. Man, I got, look, you have to I pound was, water. Man, I drank a lot of water down there for sure. Um, I, see, I this, my whole thing during the day is that I really couldn't breathe either. I could breathe, I, cause but I'll say this: the part where my friend stayed, which was in the Rhino District, which is like right downtown, it's it's pretty straight. Yeah, it's like a straight walk. It's not a lot of hills. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're going up there. So it was a pretty straightforward walk. Um, which Denver is kind of like. Overall, the city sits it's, flat. It sits flat. Yeah. It's kind of lower, but it like like when I went to Red Rocks, I had to like say, "Hey, stop! Let me like catch my breath." Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. Like, yeah, that's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I that's mean, a whole difference. Yeah, I, like and that was when the first time when I, I, I went there, I'm like, man, they're serious about this high altitude. I can't breathe. <laughs> it's uh like I like I ain't never did too much to get too like I guess too athletic or too much like running around. Believe it or not, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know. I was in better shape then too when I last time I went to Denver. Uh, so, <laughs> but not God. like not drastically better, but just I was though. Sixteen shows, you better be in okay shape, man. That's a lot of work. I was gonna be yeah, yeah, I was gonna hanging be off on the wall. Time out. <laughs> I'm, 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 Give me yeah. a sub. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be taking a lot of Ubers, like for sure. By the uh, end, he's tired as hell of his own jokes. <laughs> so Telling them, tell them all with no interviews. If you had the last show, that's ain't nothing new. That's the difference, though. Uh, Denver is like it's gonna be these people strangers. So that's why you leave town. Is like the, that's actually the opposite. It's like because me Cause doing never, shows, it's all a new show. Yeah, because mm -hmm. if I did six shows here, it's gonna be. Let's say if I did, if I did six shows in Zanies. It's gonna be somebody who's seen me up there before. 
Right. I don't care who the headliner is. It can be somebody that's going to be able to see me before. Uh, and they saying that the jokes will be the same or different. I've been doing a lot of new shit, so sometimes I, I, I fuck people up. They're like, oh, you worked on a lot of new shit tonight. I'm like, yeah, I'm always working. Yeah. But when you go to Denver, uh, anywhere out of town, the joke's new every time. I could do my stuff from my, my first album. Right. They wouldn't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? I go up there and murder with that. You know what I'm saying? But that's not where I'm at. It's just... I'm worried about working on this new album I'm working on now. And that's, You're doing an album? Yeah, I got one out now. Uh, my first one is, is called Petty. It's Brad's and Teeth, and then it's Petty. Um, and yeah, I did it. I, I recorded it, Exit In. Um, I had no clue you had an album. Is it on Spotify or Yeah, it's on everything. Is it really? Yeah, just, I have to check that Spotify, out. Spotify, album music, uh, title. Yeah, it's on everything. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I did that. Yeah. Did I, you do any music on there too or strictly comedy? I, mean, I did strictly comedy. Um, but the funniest thing is I ended it. The way I ended was, um, so I kind of summarized my album and I wrote a poem and I used, and it's the gist of the poem. Uh, like now y'all, everybody you listen, you better listen to my damn album now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, but so the gist of it is that I did all this crazy jokes for the, for the album. And then, so I talk about everything, like social issues, politics, race. I don't, I don't, I ain't a heavy politics guy. Yeah, I'm, I talk like politics adjacent most, mostly. Uh, but I, I, I talk about all this stuff on my album, and then so at the end, the gist of it is that I was using uh, like an app or a website that I used to use when I wrote, wrote songs to like if I was struggling on a word, I'd be like, fuck, I would use this uh, to make sure I can find another word that it, it rhymes with the best. Yeah. And um, so the, the story of the joke is like, I, I got drunk and then I typed in the word nigga. And, um, and uh, the whole thing is that it didn't, it didn't give me the definition and uh, it didn't give me the word. I mean, it didn't give me like use it in a sentence, but it gave me every word that it rhymed with, <laughs> which I thought was funny. It was like, well, like, yeah, damn. If I was trying to write a racist poem, I could write a hell of a racist poem. <laughs> like they gave me everything, everything. And so, and so that's what I did. I wrote a poem, and I pretty much summarized my album using that poem. And uh, and I think that's I'm a, I'm a, for this next album. I'm gonna do another poem. I didn't wrote it yet. Um, and the whole thing of the poem is that that's the I've only done that poem twice in my life uh, in front of people. Um, I did it that first time I ever did it uh, in front of like I, I, at my girlfriend at the time two days before the show I read it for her and she thought it was stupid and like, like, she, like in a good way she was like, silly. She, thought, okay. she, was like she thought she was laughing like oh, you she's like you crazy she thought it was real funny because um, she was she was mixed race uh, so she like so she was very two minorities too so she really like had a like a I, I, she really knew about the racism part of how so I was she, bringing so it up. So she was not white, is what I'm getting. No, 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 she, no, no definitely not white. Oh, yeah. But okay. no, 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 no. But the whole thing, though, this is the craziest thing, though, is that she was married at one point, and she was married to a white guy. Okay. And so her child was half white, and then half two other minorities. And so yeah, so it was just a lot. Yeah, so she there was really a lot going on with that kid. Yeah, yeah, and not in a bad way, but it's just like mm -hmm. I even got jokes about like kind of that situation now, of with me being step in stepdad at that time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and not even that, but just like I said, just being around a kid on a regular 
basis. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, I've done that. Yeah, How old was the kid? Oh, five. Five. Yeah, so he got to be like eight, nine, now. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> if he's listening. If he's listening. <laughs> hope he's doing great. He's hope doing he's getting great. ready for school. Hey. Oh, he's doing great. I know he's doing great. You got to take him school shopping? No, no. Got to- <laughs> Get him some no shoes. Thing. Yeah. It was mo- mostly black women that he was around. So it was like, so I know he going to get, they ain't playing. That's why it's like, even me now, it's, it's different because like, I don't have like white roommates, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying. And it's funny because you just—they're not a dick way, but just culturally, black people are different in what they view of the home to look like and how to go around the house. And then secondly, black women specific are very clean, mm-hmm. like like they level cleanliness are, exceeds probably a lot of other. Segment of groups of like people like like I know men and women in general, but then black women just like they level of cleanliness is just extra hot. Like, they do put plastic on furniture. Plastic on furniture because they want to like. About to say, did you know any white women that take uh, Lysol to hotels and just spray everything down? Uh, yeah. My mom did that. Bleach. Well, actually, uh, Tiff does that. Yeah. Every hotel we go to, no, she was spraying it. the doors, the the comforter, what? everything. <laughs> bleach. She's like, why the hell you got? How do where do you get bleach from? <laughs> It is damn hard to say. Yeah, like, like, but you know what I'm saying? And that, this is one thing I did find out. Not like that. Growing up black, you get two wash rags. One for your face. <laughs> one for your ass. That's just how my grandma would say. One for your face, one for your ass. I figure out most, like, most white people, especially white dudes, do not even use rags. They just... Free balling soap in it. I don't know what the hell's like. I don't <laughs> use a rag. Do you at least have a loofah? <laughs> well, so I usually shower at the gym, so I don't take a rag to the gym. Because I, I mean, what you do I do? Move. with Well, what would I do with the rag? Do you have a boss? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Well, Same thing you do with a towel. <laughs> That's a little different. That's different to me. So yeah, you don't use a at rag. The, no, right. at, the, at the house, I got one of those uh, loofah things. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got at least have a loofah. That's minimum, or like something. Up. But you got to be something with the soap. It can't just be soap with the skin because that's just you got to hit the nook and crannies real. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's just different. It's so, just different. So I'm nasty. Is it one of them? No, you as nasty. You as nasty as as the woman that you with. <laughs> so, that, that's a fair. That's a, that's a fair thing to say. I did date one girl. She was pretty nasty. Uh, the, like as far as like the cleanliness stuff, she would do some weird. Not like she she would bathe and stuff, <laughs> like nothing nasty about that. But like she was the type of girl who would throw like hairballs on the wall, and when she showered, like there was like yeah, any hair. Nasty. Oh yeah, that's, that's bad. That's some weird white girl shit. Yeah, that's a they balled. That's they a get, sign they, to get out. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you got like, oh, you throwing like. If I, I don't want to see no, I ain't gonna lie, I don't want to see no clumped up hair on nobody. So, yeah. Oof. Uh, not much choice with me these days. No. <laughs> that's what I do jokes like it's not even a joke. It's just a, a running life premise. Um, yeah. Um, like me is like I don't necessarily fuck with cats like it. You know what I'm saying? Cats. But yeah, as I don't really fuck with them. Uh, like I don't not, not not fuck with. Them. I'm allergic to cats. So that's what's the difference. So I'm I'm pretty allergic to cats. 
But being in East Nashville, everybody's got fucking every girl cats. got a goddamn cat. So it's like, at least I'm gonna be a goddamn incel. Or I'm gonna goddamn <laughs> take some Benadryl and just tough it out. That's about to say. I be yeah. I be that. Yeah. Okay. I like I liked cats when I was younger, but now the older I get, the more I'm like, why does anybody want this as a fucking pet? You don't know if it likes you. It barely it scratches your <laughs> scratches ass up when you try to pet it. Like, yeah, it's like having this this unpredictable thing in your house it's nonstop. Crazy. I dated this one girl that I gonna like she had she could let her she could let her cats out, let them go and walk, and then come back, come to the door when they're ready to come in. Blew my mind. I was like, because everybody else cats. They're like, oh, don't let it out. Don't let it out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck these no. cats just did whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah, these cats at least independent enough, like at least stuck up enough, and all like, I come in when I want to. Have you ever seen the cats where people train them to use the toilet? Oh, ugh. I ain't know that's too much. That, but you got spend that's a lot, a lot of, time. of work. You got to spend a lot of time. Yeah. One of the weirdest but isn't things. Isn't that worth it in the end when you ain't got clean the, uh, I mean, the that kitty litter? Kind of, that would kind of be worth it. I, but like my drunk ass come home and be like, who snuck in my house and shit? <laughs> yeah, ugh. Yeah, I don't want. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't want to share the same toilet as a kid. Talk about spending a lot of time with the animal. I still remember it to this day. I sat there and I tried to trick this dog for a good 15, 20 minutes. This man had taught. He was a uh, dis disabled. It was this girl's dad, and she he lived there with her and her boyfriend. He taught this dog how to add and subtract up to ten. If you said five plus three, it would bark eight times. And then you go minus two, bark six times. And you could just go anything up to 10 and it would figure it out. I still have never seen anything like it in my life. <laughs> That's stupid. It was uh, like, you know how much time you'd have to spend with something to you teach it? He was disabled. He had a lot of time. And when, what, and what year time. was this? Yeah. <laughs> it was like 2000. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. You had number idle time then. <laughs> there was no phones or no anything. Phones, really? yeah. Yeah. There was no yeah. internet. No, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, I bet you. That's when the boyfriend think how advanced uh, society could be now. When old girl and the boyfriend were going to work, what are you going to do at the uh, house? There was watch TV or teach this dog how to count. Yeah. <laughs> it's one or the yeah. other. That shit, that shit sound fun. But for real, it, it do, like, I ain't going to lie. Pre, like, cell phone, like, I wish that, like, I would have known that time would have meant something back then and then I would have like not in a fucked up way but just been like oh yeah I would have dedicated this 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 much time I would have figured out how to do something else yeah, doesn't um, everybody say that though I, I mean I would have probably learned guitar a little bit more like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie see I can say a lot of that stuff but at the end of the day I just think that my life experience that I've lived up to this point when when the comedy really take it to the next when I take comedy to the next level when when it's time to take it to the next level and be thrown upon going into different households on a regular basis, that's when I'm gonna be able to to, to, to utilize all of that and that's what's gonna make me different. Like I'm like I fuck with the internet, yeah, but I'm a stand up. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my shit. That's it's what like, you prefer. Yeah, I'm stand up. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna come, I'm gonna chop it up with you. I'm you do a hell of a job. Man, we appreciate it, but yeah, it's like that's what I want to do. I want to like, I want the stage. I want to be able to leave you feeling different from the stage. You don't want to make a TikTok. I don't really, I don't really, I don't like TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got one. I, I I don't even know how to log into it, bitch, anymore. I, I, I forgot it. I don't know what. 
I don't know what I started under. I don't know if I made a password for it. I don't know if I started under. It's probably the Instagram boy's name and his birthday. Name, <laughs> no, it's a I, like theoretically the birth. Theoretically, I think the login is a uh, a child is not mine. <laughs> I am not the father. Mm. Let's do a quick break and we'll come right back. All right, for sure. Yeah, I do need to smoke one. Okay. <laughs>
right, we're back. <laughs> Did you unpause it? Yeah, I unpaused it. Yeah, that's a new one for us. <laughs> we hadn't done that before. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's not doesn't bother me. All right, so what's the next show you got coming uh coming up in town? Uh, the next show I have coming up in town is uh, this Saturday, which is the Brunch of Labs. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be at 2 p.m. Uh, Jake Daniels is the sponsor. Uh, yeah, it's always a good time. Uh, we usually have usually a pretty younger crowd. Not yeah. like too young, but but a younger crowd is like down to get drunk at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and listen to comedy. That, that's my favorite kind of crowd. Oh, yeah. Mine's a, <laughs> I'm okay sure. with that crowd. For sure. I'm actually uh, we're taking brunch. Uh, we're doing it in Fort Collins, Colorado on September the 11th. So, so is this your idea? Uh, yeah, so it was, um, so I came up with the idea, uh, cause I did a show somewhat kind of, it was during the day that was kind of trying to, had it, they was trying to do kind of the same thing, but I was like, it's an idea, but I'm like, it could be done way different. You need this, you need that, you need yeah. this. And so I mentioned it to the club, and then they was like, yeah, well, let's try it. And then I started thinking, I was like, all right, I want to kind of break it up. It was like, I want to get like, I want to be able to try to potentially do a, a co-host maybe on a rotating basis. And so I was thinking about like, I want to do, uh, I want to do it with a woman to add a different perspective. And so, so the first one I ever did, I was like, all right, all right first guest host, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do with my, my favorite, like favorite comic to work with. Yeah, and it was a uh, young lady named Laura Pete, and the first one we did it, our chemistry was like so worked so well that I was like, oh no, it can't be nobody else. Right. So it was so me and her did it for like two and a half years, and then she moved to L.A. in January 2020. Mm -hmm. So right before everything hit, mm. and then so yeah, moved from Nashville. And went there. She and picked good timing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> and then so from there, and so it was the show was was like not going on. And then kind of got back in contact with Zaynes, uh which I was doing some stuff up there already. But that's like, you want to bring the want to bring Branch back? You want to do? It? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And so the whole thing is that I even from the last time doing it, it's like I had a, another re-image of how I wanted to go and like switch it up a little bit and try some different things. And then was able to do that and then kind of created in my image. And then now it's like I got it pretty set up how I wanted. Like I even, even from the music, like yeah. I have a, um, I have a Spotify playlist that I add to throughout the month, uh, throughout the, each month. And so it's like plenty of songs that's on there. So even from that, it's mostly rap music. Uh, party you, music. So you have a Spotify playlist for this? Like, is this something that people can follow? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and I do that because it make it easy on the club. What's it called? It's called uh, Sativa Brunch. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so I do that because it's like that music I play makes people want to drink. Mm -hmm. When we hearing that at two, when you hear Quavo at two o'clock in, in the afternoon, <laughs> hey. yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you want to turn up. Hey. Yeah, you start feeling. Yeah, every it's mostly women too. And, yeah, and, yeah. So it's like, 
Yeah, it's just it's, yeah. Nothing gets me going at two on a Sunday like Chris Brown and Young Thug. Let yeah, me tell you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> that's type of yeah. But in a, and I also sneak some other stuff. I got like some of my friends' songs on there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That that you'll never know. It'll just it would sync up with the rest of the music. I like you got Taco Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I just say some of that I, I do got to rotate some of them stuff out. But but it's still, like I said, I've been it's been back for almost a year in October. So all them songs are I accumulated since October. Way off topic because it doesn't even have anything to do with uh, the comedy or anything. What's the brunch like there? I'm just curious. Oh, the food. The food is it's, it's all right. It's brunch still for, the same. It's, it's still mostly the same. We got some different brunch stuff that just for that we got like a, I think it's a brunch quesadilla. Then it's like a sunrise burger where you can add an egg to the burger. Mm-hmm. We got like like some waffles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They do the mimosas, obviously. Yeah, yeah mimosas, sure. yeah. bloody, bloody marys. Yeah, I actually got a, my drink is on the uh, menu is uh, sativa mosa, which is Jack Daniels and pineapple juice. And, it sounds uh, good. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. And like I said, that's the that's the sponsor of the show is Jack Daniels. So makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and I drink Jack Daniels a lot. So. Well, do uh, <laughs> you want to talk about how smooth and refreshing Jack Daniels is right now? <laughs> no, nah, it, nah, it ain't to that capacity. <laughs> it's like, I say it like this. Like, and theoretically, Nothing better on a hot day. Have you sweating? Whole oh, armpit yeah. sweat <laughs> all the way down man, to, his, to your hip. That's why, that's, why. that's why I drink down home punch when on this. Yeah, that's why. That's what I'm gonna start like uh, because it's, it's actually under an umbrella. Yeah, under you know what I'm saying Jack is on it's an umbrella of a a company that owns like Jack Brand and sell several other ones. So I'm probably gonna like start trying in the summer on another show maybe potentially get like like one of the the, uh, the gin or something yeah. that's like more lighter mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying <laughs> you're gonna get sponsored by different liquors just so you have different types of shows <laughs> but, uh, see but that's it but that's kind of like but that's my wheelhouse though that that's the bartending background that bartending background that's how that's how Jack Daniels came about because yeah. I built that relationship with uh with uh with my friend or the so they're a Jack Daniels rep I'm assuming no uh she's marketing manager Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. she was a she was a liquor rep uh, for like Lipman's. Yeah, when I met yeah, that's who and still then, distributes it. Yeah, and but she didn't progress to where now she worked for the plug rather than the first, rather than the middleman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So she actually works for Jack Daniels. Yes, yeah, she's the marketing okay. manager. Oh, uh, she, she's the marketing manager for the company that owns Jack Daniels. So she is. She's just Jack is unfocused, but she works on other brands too. Uh, I want you to just randomly start pulling out Jack Daniels and start talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, if a, this show was video, like he'll put yeah, it out just out of nowhere. Yeah. Jack Daniels. Speaking of Jack, <laughs> no, it's like it was, theoretically, this is actually theoretically <laughs> just be having on this list. Theoretically, it, 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 like I'm saying, I shouldn't even be saying this, but theoretically, I am under. Contract with another liquor company. Oh shit! Until like, we're like it's fine uh, until September because the whole thing though, Jack Daniels does not sponsor Brad Sativa. Yeah, they sponsor a bunch of labs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying. This other one, I did a commercial for them. And so that's why I'm contractually binded to them. In tell us how fantastic that liquor is, real fast. What <laughs> liquor is it? It's uh, it's smooth ambler, 
it's uh, is that local? It's West Virginia, um, but they make bourbon. It's good. I, it it really is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so I did a, I did their um, no bullshit campaign. <laughs> uh, a bourbon without the bullshit. I did that campaign last year for them, and it ends in September. So so it's bourbon without the bullshit. Yeah, without the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, just like you know, because everybody's like, it's all about the stories and shit with like with bourbon mm-hmm. um, and the history. And they was like, oh well, we ain't got a lot of history. We're bourbon. <laughs> we just, just make bourbon. We make good ass bourbon, man. We ain't got a, we ain't got, we ain't got our grandpappies to do this or that. <laughs> but we are gonna cut all that bullshit out. We just gonna try to get you get it in your head. This, this yeah. ain't a single barrel or nothing. They ain't got yeah. the video montage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fire going in the background. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, it's more, it was more or less like that was the aim. But it was, like, it is good bourbon. Like we, uh, I had some uh, maybe a couple months ago. My my friend, uh, one of my friends got married. We had the bachelor bachelor weekend, so yeah, that's one of the bottles that I bought. Where'd y'all go? Uh, to the the mountains of North Georgia. Uh, the mountains of North Georgia. Yeah, it's like uh, I get an idea. It's like that's a new one on me. Like Stone Mountain. No, 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 no North no, Georgia. No, no, no. I mean, right. It's like, it's yeah. part of that range, Appalachian range. Yeah, I would assume. I just, uh, I've never been to mountains. I give Georgia. you an idea though. It's uh, you know where during the Atlanta Olympics, when they had to do like the water sports and the white water rafting, that's they, where they, they did it. That was the area mm-hmm. in North Georgia where they did it at. Okay, we played uh, basketball in a school in North Georgia. The school was actually called North Georgia. It was in uh, Dahlonega, Georgia. Oh, I bet yeah, Delonica. I fuck with Delonica. Delonica, my spot. I you like know. that? <laughs> no, because okay, so I did a show in Delonica, um, and the whole the old first before I even got there, they was like, "You can say whatever you want to about the city. Do not mess up the name. <laughs> <laughs> say whatever you want to about them. Don't mess up the name." And like, okay. Delonica. Delonica. Yeah. Okay. And I so the whole thing I was just mad. So I got there and it was like. This was like one of my first time was working with this uh it's a it's this guy named Joe Pettis, who for for ever since I've been comedy been like one of the main uh producers of underground shows in Atlanta. And so and so he had this show, it's like I've done a lot of his other shows. He's like, Yeah, I got thirty minutes for you. He's like, and I was flying in from Cleveland because I did uh the festival in Cleveland and I was like I'm glad that I picked that to fly back into Atlanta and just spend a few days there and then go to like back home. But okay, so but I, I did that, did the show there, and so I, as soon as I get there, the town crazy. It's like it's like they're at least a decade behind. <laughs> at least like they still had like uh, there's like, a lot of places in Tennessee like that. Yeah, but but now this place they got like a like still a, wearing umbros. Yeah, no, they, yeah, umbro. They, they got like a. They still got like a, a, a video rental tanning bed place. We talk about like <laughs> that is that's got to be the country, like sign that you're in a small country. It, it town is. It is. Is when there's a video rental slash tan salon. Yeah, you like y'all still got this shit. Yeah. They they uh they they Pizza Hut had to steal original signs and stuff. Like it was, and I was just like I was just kind of fucking off with them. But then I I was just doing I did my jokes, but it, it's like I, like I killed that. I ain't gonna lie, it's like went real well. But that was. It was great because one is like I sold a good amount of merch, but that's the first time it was this old white dude came up to me. He was like, "Yeah, man, like I, I want to get a hat from you, but I, I want one thing though. He's like, you gotta sign it.' I was like, "What?" 
He was like, you got to sign it. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm like, damn, for sure. He's like, nah, you're going to be something one day. I, I want to make sure I want to have something from it. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I got a soft spot for Delon because can't nobody, can't nobody say nothing about Delon and George. And my wife's like, fuck y'all, no. <laughs> I got this that. one racist I got dude. this one dude yeah. that believes in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just cause no, it's crazy though, cause that's why that's why it's funny with comics like, cause even my like okay like a lot of other comics jokes are like, uh, or merch is like oh off some witty joke or some tag phrase that they got, and mine like I said mine just glorifies streetwear, with my brands that's identified with me, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like the make if people get it they be like oh man I want to buy that cause I, I like. Because you was funny, or because I like the design, or whatever reason, it's like right. people buy it, and it's crazy. I just think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? So, well, you're smart with it for sure. You're well, doing fortunate. The stuff looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna get that bear, so I just I won't be a black bear. Just dying for people yeah. to ask. Hey, what's, what's that mean? mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, hey guys, anybody notice the shirt? It's an <laughs> acronym. <laughs> Nobody looking at you. They just yeah, somebody, you, you might be trying to figure something out in the midlife. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of people find out late. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want everybody to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an option. For me, yeah. You need to make a panda like a polar bear one. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no. Nah. 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 Oh no, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> See, just, just trying to help. <laughs> polar bears are actually the meanest. Like, 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 yeah. So I, th- I would thought grizzly. No, nah, no. Nah. a polar bear kill a <laughs> kill a human for anybody else. Uh, well, th- I guess that's why there's no humans. Yeah, that's there. why they yeah. thrive. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It's too hey, damn cold, man. Another uh, thing, talking about like small country towns and having that uh, that tainted bed thing. I think I've told you this, but uh, there was that one town I went in, like in East Tennessee. Not East, it was West. It was like over around Dixon. I don't even know where it was. And um, <laughs> the ice cream shop said on the sign, now serving chocolate. I just thought, I thought that was so funny to me that like... I just love the idea of the manager having a meeting with his employees. Yeah. Like, guys, I got this crazy. Just follow along. Follow Man, along. Tell me where that is. I'm going to go and take a piss. <laughs> like, what if? What if we started selling chocolate? It's a lot of shit like it. Man, I was in, we went to Auburn last week. Uh, me and, yeah, fuck uh, that city. The, the best thing, I didn't have to drive for number one. That's, so, but, uh, yeah, drive out. That's all I'd want to do. Nah, I, was like, I was lucky. I, I, knew, I knew I was there to do and, and get the fuck up out. I, I wasn't there to have fun. Ain't no fun to have in there. Oh, man. What, what did Auburn do to you? What did Auburn do to you? He graduated from there. Oh, okay. I said, okay. I said, what did Auburn do to you? Yeah. I'm hurt your feelings. You went all in. Yeah, I was like, Ooh. he named his daughter on her. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it's her middle name. Okay. It's her middle name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was in Auburn last Fuck week. Fuck Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was well, my first where, time. Where'd you uh? Where'd you perform down there? It's so it's a uh, it's a, a new comedy club down there. Um, Called Crown of Comedy, and uh, I was featuring for my friend Aaron Weber. And, um, and so, so you, yeah. you do travel, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I travel for real, for real. It like it like it's. I'm slowly getting back into it for like 
Cause now I get an idea Like I'm like so I'm be in Huntsville Like next week Which is like two hours I ain't too far I was gonna say It sounds like If you're not going local You're going somewhere You want to go Yeah No I don't want Like That's the whole thing About Nashville Nashville You can get A lot of places In like Four or five hours Five hours under You can be in like I mean it's fairly centralized Yeah, yeah. Seven states Yeah So it's like I can go To Birmingham Which two and a half hours Do a show Come back you know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's uh, something in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Louisville. I'm going to Louisville in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll be down there. Then, uh, like, Indianapolis. You kind of, that's like four mm-hmm. hours. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That whole triangle is like only like an hour and a half. Yeah, boy, that drive to Indianapolis. Away. Man, it's, it is it, not a lot to look, like, it, look it, at. No, dude, that's, that, that one boring, but the uh-huh. one to South Bend is the worst. <laughs> is it really? South Bend is Amish country. That's on a flat. You can see. Miles and miles of nothing is horrible. Anytime I have to cross that line again to Arkansas, I hate drive through Arkansas. I was about like to say, going the road immediately goes boom, 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 going north and then you know northwest. Everything is boring. Like driving to St. Louis to me is boring. St. Louis is very Saint Louis. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not very. Like, uh, but just going twenty four to Kentucky is just nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I said I. I fuck with all that shit though, cause the whole thing is that that's how I built my, that's how I actually cut my teeth. Um, is that when I first started? After about maybe after my first year, maybe year and a half, I really started focusing on getting out of town and just like popping up, kind of sometimes, and I haven't really no game plan and figuring it out. So in a lot of them cities, I've been able to create like uh, like friends that I, like for that I'm half a life, people that I'm a that I do comedy with, so I can go to like like Louisville. Like I can I, I can go to Louisville and spend a couple of weeks and do a lot of shows there. Mm-hmm. I can go to to, uh, to Cincinnati and hang out with there and get booked in Cincinnati and do shows there because I done came and hung out with them before it got to when I started hitting my real stride. They knew me as somebody just came out figuring it out. You know, oh, there's more mm-hmm. comedy clubs popping up. Um, somewhat. It's all like. In Louisville, they got this new one called Planet of the Tapes. Uh, it's like a, in the daytime, it's a, a vintage, uh, like a vintage, like uh, like VHS audio, mm-hmm. but then. Probably not as good as Music City Vintage on Gallatin Road <laughs> next nah, to nah, Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, that, that, that vintage. All is your not, shoe needs. Nah, <laughs> that vintage is in media, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. VCRs, totally yeah. camcorders, and stuff. Yeah, it's in media. Yeah. Unlike Music City Vintage with hats, <laughs> shirts. Yeah, it do got a lot of stuff in here, though. I haven't been looking at stuff. Uh, good job, my, I know my brother's going to listen to that part. <laughs> yeah, you should shout him out. That should be important. Yeah, Justin Allman, he's absolutely incredible. Uh, he's everything that I should have been. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> Trey is a nice guy too. Trey is fantastic. I want to do. I want to do like one of my like my uh, pop up shows here, one of my secret shows. You know, there's actually they have what they call what the entertainment. I don't know what they call it, the event space. That's yeah. what they call it, the event space. And uh, I was thinking that when you were talking about all these shows, you actually could do something over Man, there. Man, we don't. We'll do right here in front of this mural. One hundred percent. All kind of stuff like and just because especially I was looking at like yeah everything kind of movable. Yeah. Um, you ought to do something in here and just joke on what people wear when they come in. 
kind of like the, the the videos you do on uh, Instagram, <laughs> just shitting on people. Oh man, yeah, I, I, I know. Oh, it'd be so fun. That's got to be fun to do. They are. That, that's that's not even like part of like your job. That's just fun. <laughs> yeah, now it's like it suck a little bit now because like oh shit, like I might like I'm even thinking now. I was like oh, I might stop here on the way home. Just see. <laughs> I got one. I got a few from this weekend. I'm gonna put them together and figure out what I'm gonna do. I just kind of know what it's gonna be, but like, that's why like, I'll do it a lot of times. I'll just be like, I'll be in a moment and I'll just be like, I'll just something. And i just take, take the video and then I'll like. They're fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And, uh, but yeah, I don't like in a moment, I just take the video and be like, when I'm sober enough to think about it, I'll punch it together and I'll make. Voiceover and I talk mm-hmm. shit. How'd you feel about doing that roast battle uh, about a month or so ago? Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It's like I like doing roast battles. It's like, but I say this: I am, I am kind of lazy now though with roast battles. It's like, <laughs> it's like I love doing them. I like roasting, but I'm not roast battles. Sometimes like I'm not gonna write a shit ton of jokes. Man, there were a ton of people had lists and stuff. Oh, yeah. really, they got everything planned uh-huh. out. And you could tell like everybody knew each other because I mean yeah. they had a hey, yeah, Brad, I'm going against Brad. I got my ten jokes on Brad. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They and were going uh, in. There was only the one that I thought I was like, they might be getting a little upset right now. I'm telling you, I know, I know what you I know who you're talking about. I'm gonna say their name because I'm petty. Uh, <laughs> nah, it was a little dude from uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah, that was a Chance Chance Willie, who's very funny. I thought he did. Uh, he, he he, he was did. Like, Chance. I said Chance was like the MVP of the night uh, of that night because he was the he was the most on point with that. I was, but then but then Corey Knox is the one he was getting mad. That's that battle in particular. Yeah, yeah, everybody. It's, but it's they talk shit, but it's like. That it wasn't gonna get. To he that couldn't point. even answer anything. Like he, he like totally took him out of his. Like That's what he I said had, when when he when he got heated, like he wouldn't even let it go back and forth. <laughs> like he just kept running on his jokes. Yeah. Like he would let. He didn't go. Uh, he didn't he alternate. Rolling. <laughs> he said, "No, nah, I'm not letting you talk anymore." And they were all hit. They were all hit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a it's a whole thing. It's a it's a. It's a strategy to that, and it, like it's a strategy to roast battles, and now it's like, I mean, like I said, that's my theoretically that's my only real comedy credit is uh, the roast battle. It's uh, it's on LOL Network. It's uh, it's called You Look Like, and then that's that's theoretically my only real true comedy credit, where I'm on mm-hmm. it as a comedian. Um, but you know, I roast, but it's like also it's like. I'm so lazy of like writing to like I can, but it's like I got so much shit going on in life. And like at this point, you're not really worried about roast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can like I, I my thing to be serviceable. Like you know what I'm saying. Give me a few good hits. You know what I'm saying. Not look bad. Maybe like maybe not, can't make the brand look bad. <laughs> <laughs> long as that I ain't gotta win them motherfuckers it's like I didn't care no more but it's like yeah it's like just don't make the brand look bad throw you a few of them good ones out you know what I'm saying and get up out of there you know what I'm saying and then it's like always it's I, I, sometimes I like the roles but then it's all like I'll say this if it was, if I had to really next time I know now if it was like for something for like let's say if it was like the Comedy Central Rose Battle or something like I would like fucking would write for that shit because like, well because that's out. a huge opportunity yeah 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 because I ain't gonna lie so I did we did it uh, Chance did it me I think Lord Peak 
couple uh, like but we did the uh we did the live version of that like under the comedy central umbrella uh for the podcast so that from the podcast version we did it but the whole thing is that i we met a lot of them people mm-hmm. and so it's like right, i know the people who kind of run so if i went out to la i could be like hey da 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 Hey, if I hit him up in enough time, I'll probably do it in L.A. And that's the whole thing. Is like when I go out to L.A., uh, which I'm probably going in sometime, probably going in October. I might spend fucking, I might do something stupid, just go down there for fucking Halloween or some shit. Just like really. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay out there for like a week or two or some shit. And, um, but yeah, when I go out to L.A., I got like, I ain't even been to L.A. either. Do you book all your own shows? Yeah, I'm, I'm my own. I'm, I'm my own independent contractor. It's, it's, yeah, it's me. And that's what I'm saying. It's all I did all this, a lot of this shit by myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've definitely had help, kudos, man, and facilitating. But yeah, but yeah, I like, yeah, it's crazy. And that's I'm actually trying to slowly phase out of that though. And um, trying to hire a manager or just somebody else just to help. Not even a manager yet, because the manager, like, when it's time, it's gonna be time for that. Yeah. But um, like an assistant and an intern, I got. I got a, a, a young guy say so he gonna he gonna help me with the intern yeah. side. He's a Belmont student and he already a fan of my comedy. He already working with uh, with other people kind of entertainment. So that's gonna he gonna be a, definitely a great addition. Right. And then what I do compared to what the other comic do is like totally different. So he's gonna enjoy. It sounds like you're more focused on the stand up side than anything else. Yeah, I, that's my shit. Yeah, stand up is because that's the. That's why it's like it's the best part of it, and I ain't even hit my stride yet. It's like I get an idea, like I'm gonna do my second album. It's gonna be banging. It's gonna be better than my first one, and because I'm just better as a comic. And but my third one, which that's already I already know what that's gonna be about for the most part, because my third theoretically my third album is gonna be my second album. Okay. Um, I started kind of working on the foundation, and then COVID hit, and I'm like. I can't talk about this shit yet because it's, 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 it's talking about my life and my life is talking about the good shit, bad shit, my mama, my daddy, my, my family. I'm talking about all of that. And I was like having a framework for that. I'm like, no, I'm not ready in the dark. That's why I didn't want writing. I'm like, I'm not ready to be in the darkest part of like theoretically being locked down mm-hmm. and then trying to uncover the darkest part of my life while yeah, that locked sounds, down. That sounds like shit. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not only going to do that to myself. I'm not going to do that to like the comedy I want to do coming out of COVID. Yeah. I want it to be more uplifting, uplifting, more with the times of what we just experienced kind of thing. And so that's what this next. So like, I, so I kind of pushed the idea. Like I'm going to like push it back and I'm just going to do the sequel to my first album. And it's just like, and so that's what I'm doing. Um, Are you going to call it too petty? It's called Two Petty. It's called, it really? it's called Two Petty Two. Yeah, it's called Two Petty Two. Uh, the title and like it's gonna, it might be like uh, Two Boy, Petty I nailed Two. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Can sure. you do the cover dressed as Tupac? No, no, no. It's gonna like the running title might be Two Petty Two Colon Semicolon. I don't know which one. It's this one, <laughs> but <laughs> Two Petty Two, and it's gonna be uh, Fuck Jay Cutler. <laughs> I won't even explain it, but it'll mean something. I'm saying it now because it'll mean something later. 
Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, it don't mean nothing now, but about about seven, eight months with y'all. That sounds like a good title. Yeah. Fuck Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a cease and desist, Mike. I'm gonna spell it wrong though. I'm gonna spell it. I'm gonna spell color with three K's or some shit. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> what did Jay Cutler do to you? Nah, it don't matter. It don't matter. Not now. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter now. It ain't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I told you. It, it ain't even like I, it's not even. I, the joke is not written. It's not even done. But in I eight nine joke, months, the joke is Jay Cutler. Right? Man, the eight nine months is no. It's a situation. But eight nine months when I do it. It's gonna make all sense. It's gonna make all sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't wait. I like it already. Man, this, yeah, this. I ain't gonna lie. This album gonna be. Hey, this. Hey, for this second album gonna be fired in a motherfucker. And I ain't even like took my shit. But so it's you like, think it's gonna be out at the, before the end of the year? Or? Nah, no, nah, it's not gonna be out. Either. Okay, so it'll be out next year. I'm a. I'm probably gonna record it. Um, definitely first quarter of next year. Okay. So um, I really want to hear. Potentially, I, I maybe do like a. Like a 420 release or some shit just to be be hat on, on brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay on brand. Yeah, just cause I wanted to, to drop some new t-shirts on 420 and make it like all a big thing. I might do like a package, like you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about all kind of crazy shit now where uh like I'm I'm gonna start dropping packages and shit where it'd be like oh about a hundred dollar package for the album release. Boy, Tennessee legalizes, you know you're just in. No, you no, are not in. Like, <laughs> not like that, even though with the weed, I'm talking about like hundred dollar package, like okay. I can, I send you. You get an actual CD copy or a cassette tape, the T-shirt, hat, T-shirt, album, hand, yeah, album, album pressing, all that shit. Like I might get vinyl. Vinyl's expensive, but if like, but yeah. if if I can get if I can get the uh, usually the minimum like a thousand. But if I knew I could sell a thousand, I would do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not even for the money. I wouldn't even try to bust people's heads. But I would do it if if I knew the demand was there. Cause it's not about the uh, making a shit ton of money. I can't see anybody buying albums uh, of comedy. I could be totally wrong on that. Nah, fuck you, yeah, people do get, they. Man, you understand people, people better, are buying tapes again, which is yeah, weird to me. It's, tapes it's sound like shit. It, it ain't about yeah. like it's about the look, but they sound like shit. It's, it's about the aesthetic. It is the aesthetic. And then, but but then you grew up at the same time with tapes. They don't sound good. No, but I've but I know I'd have used the best out of tapes. I remember mean, when that was the best. <laughs> man, shit, when the tapes when you used the. Get the fucked up ones that you have to like. The uh, sound put goes the, in and out. Yeah, and stuff. No, I'm talking about the ones you have to go and get get a little bit of uh, a piece of paper and chew, uh, put it in your mouth and, and create where you can shove it down in that thing and record over. It. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You put tape over the top of it. Yeah, I wouldn't even. Like, we didn't even think it like that to put the tape over. It was like just put the paper in and ball this paper up, stick it down. And <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, like, a little simpler is the tape. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so we did all that shit, but it's like, but that's why it's like. If you look at them points in your life, that's probably some of the best parts of your life, though. Making yeah. mixtapes, I absolutely loved making. That's mixtapes. That's what I'm saying. Yep. And just the task of doing. Yeah, but it the is kids nostalgic. who are into tapes now, they weren't doing all that. 
But they they but they they know they know it's a part of their parents. That means their parents talked about it. Yeah. Their parents was influential. These kids ain't get on LimeWire. That's what they're into. <laughs> no, that shit, no, that shit'll fuck up your computer. Yeah, I know they, they, need computer. they need to record a whole uh, a whole uh, radio session. Yeah, one on one to beat like yeah. from three to five. <laughs> that's how I used to do back on like just hit record on that double deck. Oh, I knew exactly <laughs> when to hit oh, yeah, record. Yeah. You had to do it when they do the countdown. He knew it was gonna yeah. be like, oh, oh, yeah. the top ten. Okay, hold yeah, on. I hit that because re- the best, the what, best songs. Man, when Dola that- White came on, man, I was telling him I missed top ten, like the late night top nine on radio. And top man, they used 10, to be man. shit, man. Man, I'm talking. About, I remember he <laughs> used to be this channel. It was I don't know, man. I don't even know how we even got it, but it was the video channel, the box. Uh, maybe the box. Like, well, you had to. It's like you request the song, the box. Yeah, you pay like a dollar something. You had to have just the right antenna reception to like get the box. I was in the country, so I don't even know how this shit came yeah, up. It's- but Tootsie Roll, one day I seen Tootsie Roll played so many times. When that <laughs> song hit on that channel, Tootsie Roll played for real, like for twenty four hours straight. People would just keep putting a dollar. Like, <laughs> don't hear Tootsie Roll. Yeah, I wanted to like, yeah, but it was cool. But like I said, back then that shit was like, yeah, it was dope. Like pee popping, the uh, like pretty much the, the grandmother twerking. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, that's like, yeah, that shit, like all that. <laughs> I never thought of it in those terms. Yeah, yeah, it is the grandmother it, it, twerking. Grandma twerking, yeah, pussy popping, pee popping. <laughs> that's what, like, that's what we called it back in the day, pee popping. Yeah, <laughs> and so now it's like, and then it was for me, it became twerking like towards the end. Um. Cause we used to go to the parties and stuff. That's when you go to parties, high school, you get twerked on. Then you try to, used to be like a fucking like heavyweight, like match or something. You find a girl that's the best twerker. You get like you twerk with her and like your homeboys holds you up. And then when she twerks up, with all that shit. Yeah, you trying to hold your ground? Over yeah, there. Man, don't, lose, don't lose yeah. your balance. <laughs> get knocked over. Yeah, so it's like that shit, man. That it, it means different for me with, with the twerking and all that stuff. It's like yeah, we've been doing all that. We did yeah. all that shit already. <laughs> That's why it's funny. I, like everybody just now, all this stuff, pop culture. We used to do this stuff all the time. Oh yeah, I might be telling me get enough. Like lit, we were saying lit back in the day. Talking about getting. Oh, like, we been saying. Oh yeah. yeah, they were like, man, we, I'm lit as hell, lit bro. Is not lit, Ooh, you know? Yeah, and now it's like it's like everybody I'm about saying to say that. lit was because you were drunk or yeah, you were high, high drunk lit. and high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because, because party of the party. Was cool. <laughs> yeah, like bro, I'm lit. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> you drunk? You both of them. All right, I guess we're on call the show, and uh, we'll we'll keep going afterwards. You got anything you want to promote, man? Uh, I would just say, uh, hit me up on social media. Look me up on social media. I got a lot of different stuff going on with that. Uh, Instagram, Brad Sativa, all one word. Uh, for the merch, it's uh, at Sativa BNA, all one word. Um, I said my album. Patty is on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Red. Everything is on any any of them real streaming sites. It's on them. Uh, real streaming. Yeah, the real ones. I like. I don't know about none of the fake ones, but it's on it's on the real ones. Uh, and then just look it up, and then like look out for the album coming up, and hopefully, I, I like we got some stuff we working on, and uh, and probably in the next few months, just keep tabs because we're gonna have a lot of crazy shit going on, and then. Like check out my, my Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm dropping videos from my weekends in Nashville and crazy Talking shit I said. So yeah, bang bang. All right, thank you again, Brad, for coming on. Uh, always welcome to the show. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Oh, glad. Um, any words of wisdom? Are we good? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Y'all have a great week. You want to lead us in prayer or anything? 
We like to say a prayer for the end. Yeah, say a prayer for the end. <laughs> All right, I'll do a prayer. I'll do a prayer. Now close your eyes. Close your eyes, goddamn. You have to close them. I need close tight. I need a closed eyes and an open heart. That's what they say in church. Yeah. yeah. Close yeah. eyes and yeah. an open heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want everybody, I want you to. Clothed in your right mind. Yes, I want you to, whoever you listening to this podcast with, I want you to grab their hand and let them know. Just like I want you to pray and be like, this week, I'm not gonna let the devil win. I'm not gonna let the haters win, and I ain't gonna let anybody against me fucking win. I'm gonna kick ass this fucking week. I'm gonna do my shit. I'm gonna focus on me. Quit comparing yourself to other people, and be more of your damn self. Quit worrying about keeping up with the Joneses. Quit worrying about other people. And worry about being the best of your damn self. Quit trying to be the fake. Quit trying. Don't worry about who getting this many likes or who got this Instagram filter or who fucking who. It ain't none of your <laughs> damn business. You worry about who you fucking, who you potentially can fuck, and worry about that. You worry about doing the best at your job, and you worried about that. Don't be worrying about everybody damn else. Cause look, some people are never gonna be able to run a four anything forty, <laughs> and it's all right. But you can be the best person to capture that forty time with a goddamn time clock. So everything ain't meant to be. Everybody ain't meant to be in the game, but meant to be the best you, goddamn. So find the best you and work on that shit. Amen. 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 Amen.